Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Are you caring for an aging loved one? Are you a senior searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you. Providing information, education, and resources for seniors and their caregivers. And now, America's Senior Care Consultant, Steve Keeker. Hello and welcome to Senior Care Live. I'm Steve Keeker, your Senior Care Consultant, and I really appreciate you tuning in today. On this Veterans Day, we have a wonderful program on tap for you with Mr. Ron Cherry. He's the Associate Director of National Veteran Services with the VFW, the national headquarters of the VFW. And Ron, welcome back to Senior Care Live. Thanks, Steve. It's, uh, glad to be here. All right. And I, I know you're a really busy guy and uh, you're always very generous with your time and you always uh, uh, manage to, to make a little bit of time to come in and, and talk to us in, on Senior Care Live about uh, this really important benefit that we're going to talk today. It's the VA Aid and Attendance Benefit. And Ron, what is the VA Aid and Attendance Benefit? Well, Steve, uh, the VA and attendance benefit is a, is a financial benefit to help pay for the high cost of senior care. It's for veterans uh, and surviving spouses of veterans. Okay, so, so this is a benefit not only for the veterans, but then for the surviving spouse of a veteran. That is correct. Yeah, and uh, every time I work with a senior care consulting client, and you know, one of the big parts of the care profile that we develop uh, at the beginning of of delivering my services is, you know, how are we going to pay for the high cost of senior care? And so, this is a specific benefit to help pay for senior care. Yes, it is. All right, so. With that, VA aid and attendance benefit, how do you qualify for this valuable benefit? Well, uh, Steve, there are service and financial uh, care-related requirements you must meet to receive this benefit, uh, such as uh, service-related requirements, um, you know, depending on when you served in the, in, in the military. Uh, there are um, at least 90 days of consecutive service in active duty, uh, with one of those days being during a wartime period. So if, if someone is serving active duty, you're almost always serving longer than 90 days. Yes, yes. Okay, definitely. okay. So, so if you served if you've, you served 90 consecutive days or more, so that's kind of the, the first piece of that. And then it has to be during a period of war. Yes, at least one of those days has to be during a period of war. Only one day, though. Okay, would you like to review those? Yes, uh, the, the war periods are, are as, um, as I call them off here. Uh, world War II, the periods of World War II was December 7, 1941 through December 31st, 1946. Uh, the Korean War was June 27, 1950 through January 31st, 1955. Vietnam War, August 5th, 1964 through May 7, 1975. 
uh, boots on the ground period uh, for that for the Vietnam War begins uh, February 28, 1961. And uh, if you served during the Persian Gulf, which that date is um, hasn't been uh, closed yet. That's still uh, still open. That's still open on yes. that one. Okay, yes. okay. So just to reiterate on the Vietnam uh, period of war. So for all all active duty. Military personnel, August the fifth, nineteen sixty four, all the way through May five, excuse me, May the seventh, nineteen seventy five. But then there is an exception, and that could be for anyone. You could have served stateside in a logistical role as long as you're active duty. But if you had boots on the ground in Vietnam, that period rolls back all the way to February twenty eighth, nineteen sixty one. That is correct. Okay. And then uh, what about your discharge? Probably just not dishonorably? Not, not dishonorably discharge. Anything higher than a, a general or higher. Okay. All right. And there are a lot of different types of discharges other than a general discharge. Yes, yes, there is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then the second, uh, so again, serve 90 consecutive days active duty, at least one day during a period of war. And if you miss that, you can go back and listen to the podcast. I'll tell you about that later. Uh, not dishonorably discharged. And then the second point is uh, a financial-related uh, requirements. Correct. Okay, so you have exempt assets, and that would include, what, Ron, your, your house, your cars, and all the stuff in your house? Yes, all your personal items are not considered assets. When we get to talking about assets, we're talking about um, stocks, bonds, IRAs. Um, CODs, things like that. Okay, so so all of your liquid assets, and I believe the number this year is still it's one hundred and fifty thousand five hundred and thirty eight dollars or less. Yes, that is correct. If your if your assets are under that number, then you could qualify possibly for this benefit. Okay, and uh, and I had asked you about an update, but I guess uh, that still has it's not quite out yet. But when that update comes available, it's. Effective December 1st. That is correct. Uh, the cost of living increase uh, has numbers have not been published yet. So we're not, we don't have the exact numbers on um, the, uh, the assets or the uh, rates. However, uh, they will be posted uh, effective December 1st. And that's, uh, that correlates to a cost of living or, uh, yeah, cost of living, which is 3.2? 3.2 cost of living increase. Generally, it mirrors uh, what, what the Social Security uh, Administration uh, gives us a, a, a color increase. Okay. All right. That makes sense. And then there's an income calculation that if if they ask you what your income is and you say, well, you know, I make X, X dollars a month, that's not what they're looking for. That is correct. Um, because if they look at that income alone, sometimes income um, disqualifies a veteran or, or uh, a widow from the benefit. Mm-hmm. So they're looking at unre- uh, your income minus your unreimbursed medical expenses. Okay. And, uh, if the if you can if you have enough medical expenses to get your income down to zero, then you may qualify for the maximum amount of the uh, benefit. Okay, so it's your it's your income minus unreimbursed medical expenses, and that could include so if you're staying in a long term care community or an assisted living community, I mean, you know, that's six thousand to you know nine or ten thousand dollars a month. That's an unreimbursed medical. That is expense. correct. That was correct. I can uh, go over some of those yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah. expenses if you like. Um, as you said, um, long-term care or assisted living facilities, health-related uh, medical insurance premiums, including Medicare premiums, uh, diabetic supplies, home care supplies, um, incontinence supplies, over-the-counter um, vitamins, medications, um, mileage to and from your uh, doctor's appointments, dental, optical. Um, so any any medical or, or medical-related expense uh, is possibly can be counted towards your unreimbursed medical expenses. 
So, so what we're looking at there is, um, and I'll I'll give an example. Um, should I just go ahead and give an example? No, no, no. Let, let, I'll get. I'll save the example. We'll use that as kind of a teaser. So. <laughs> but so 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 if you if you if your income is say twenty two hundred dollars, and then if you add up all of these examples of unreimbursed medical expenses, if that's twenty two hundred or or more. Then your income is effective, effectively zero, or maybe bottoms, an, an, bottoms your income out, which at that point it, it it qualifies you for the maximum amount of that benefit. Okay, and then the third part of qualifying is so just because you served, the money is just not sent. You have to actually require care and be paying for care. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay, and the veteran or the surviving spouse of a veteran uh, must require assistance with at least two activities of daily living. And Ron, would you like to review yes, those? Yes, the the um, uh, some of the activities that we have listed or that they're um, they're requiring that you need assistance with is one is bathing, mobility and transferring, which could be to and from bed, to and from the shower, to and from uh, your your um, your dinner table or your breakfast table. Um, incontinence, eating, uh, assistance with toileting and dressing, attendant, uh, assistance with medication management, and also meal preparation. So all those are, are considered um, activities activities of daily living. And if you require assistance with just two of those, you could also qualify for that benefit. So this, I, I'm seeing a, a lot of the a, a lot of the aspects or features of this program mirroring uh, some of it mir- has a little bit of a mirroring of, of Medicaid qualification to some of, this one is specifically mirroring the, a long-term care insurance policy because a long-term care insurance contract also requires at least two activities of daily living so uh, if if you if you need a little bit of help and let's say you're paying for a home care provider to come in into your home and help you with some of these daily activities, or for sure if you've moved into an assisted living community or a higher level of care, uh, every single person I know in those situations, they're going to need help getting dressed. They're going to need help managing their medicine. They're probably going to need help you know, using the restroom and maybe some meal preparation. It's really easy to check the box on at least two of those. It is very easy. And and the meal preparation is a big piece. Um, once once you enter into those facilities, you you are mostly dependent upon their meal situation. So yeah. uh, that that's an easy one to meet there. Um, in the in the mobility and transferring, even if if someone is helping you into the bed or out of the bed, that's assistance with mobility and transferring. Mm-hmm. So um, those those are, are, are relatively uh, easy to qualify, but you definitely have to have. Um, medical documentation of the assistance that you need with those. That's um, right. You can't just say, hey, I, I got a little help there. It has to be documented. It has to yeah. be legitimate. It has to be legitimate, for sure. For sure, for sure. So, okay, if this is catching your attention, you're like, wait a minute, I need to look into this for myself, for my loved one, reach out to Ron Cherry at 816-968-1153. That number is good anywhere in the entire nation. This is a phone number that gets you straight into the national headquarters of the VFW. 816-968-1153. And now, Senior Care Live, question of the week. You must be a member of the VFW to receive help from them with the veterans' benefits. Is this statement true or false? What do you think? You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, visit SeniorCareLive.com. We'll have more with Steve coming up next. 
Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. All right, back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. You must be a member of the VFW to receive help from them with veteran benefits. Is this statement true or false? And the answer is... False. The answer is false. And Ron, I I bet we caught a few folks off guard. I think a lot of people probably assume you have to be a member or affiliated with the VFW to receive help from you. No, you did not. I just have to be a veteran with, uh, you know, uh, something higher than a dishonorable discharge and we can definitely assist them. And even in even those situations, there are certain things that, that we're able to assist those veterans with as well. So we pretty much help all veterans. All right. We're visiting today with Mr. Ron Cherry. He's the Associate Director of National Veteran Services with the National Headquarters of the VFW. If this is resonating with you, if this is bringing up a lot of questions like, hey, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. We need to look into this for our loved one or my friend or for yourself. Here's the phone number. This is a Kansas City-based number phone number, but this is the national headquarters of the VFW. So you can call anywhere in the country. They'll be able to help you. 816-968-1153. That's 816-968-1153. So we're talking today about the VA aid and attendance benefit. And so we have the three the three qualifications, if you will. So uh, to, to qualify for that, there's a service-related requirement, there's financial-related requirements, and then there's a care-related requirement. We've talked about all of that. And so with that, let's get to, um, you know, let's get to the, the good stuff, Ron. So uh, how much money does the benefit pay per month? And these are current 2023 rates. That yes. Be increasing a little bit in December. Yes, these rates are our current rates uh, to be changed effective December first of twenty twenty three. So these are effective for another um, another month or so. Um, but a single veteran can receive up to two thousand two hundred twenty nine dollars per month, or an annual uh, twenty six thousand seven hundred forty eight dollars. Uh, a married veteran can receive up to two thousand six hundred forty three dollars a month, or thirty one thousand seven hundred sixteen dollars annually. Um, a service a surviving spouse can receive up to $1,318 a month or $15,816 a year. Um, two married veterans can receive up to $3,536 a month or $42,432 a year. We're uh, currently waiting on the 2024 rates um, to be published. However, um, on December 1st, they should be um, published and available at the at any VA website, va.gov, and you can definitely find that information. And then uh, we're expecting probably a, about a 3.2% bump. or It could be a little bit different than that, but it, usually it follows that COLA a, adjustment. Yes, generally it mirrors whatever the uh, Social Security Administration uh, COLA adjustment is, and uh, we mirror that and kind of go along with that. And it's been rumored to be 3.2, um, but we haven't seen the numbers published yet, so we're waiting on those. Okay. All right. That sounds good. And then uh, here's the Medicaid uh, kind of part of this is, as far as um, mirroring some of the some of the requirements, some of the issues. Uh, there is a look back period. So uh, as of uh, October 18th of 2018, there's there uh, they instituted a three year look back. And that was so that they're going to look back three years to see if, if you gave away a whole bunch of money trying to qualify for this. You, just, you need to qualify for this in in the right way. And yeah, yeah. And this, you know, this law was changed, uh, as you dated, uh, stated, 10, um, October 18th of 2018, just for that case. Um, they want to keep this benefit fair for everyone. Yeah. And, um, 
And, and the best way to do that is, is to have the three-year look back to ensure that there's nobody moving money around to, to qualify for this benefit because it's, it's put in place for the ones that need it. And uh, we want it to be fair and everybody to qualify that qualifies. Well, that makes sense. And uh, so once you submit a clean claim, and that's something that you and your team can help uh, fill out that form and fill out that application and submit a clean claim, uh, how long is it, does it take that application to be uh, reviewed and then ultimately approved? On average, uh, it's about six to nine months. Uh, we have seen some in, in take a little longer. It, you know, everyone is a different circumstance, but on average, it's about six to nine months with the retroactive uh, to the date that you file a claim. So once, let's say it's nine months and, and you get approved, you're going to get a big check going back to that application date covering those nine months and then a monthly check thereafter. Correct. Okay. All right. That makes sense. And uh, and again, for 2024, effective December the 1st, we're probably going to have about a 3.2% increase. Uh, but I'll just, I'll update our listeners uh, when those rates are officially published. So, okay. okay. So here's an example. This is really, really powerful. Let's say you have an, I'm just going to give you some statistics here. If you have an income of $2,000, you're living in an assisted living apartment that costs $6,000 a month. You receive the VA aid and attendance benefit of $2,000, and let's say you have liquid assets of $100,000, okay? And, and by the way, that's a pretty common situation right there with a lot of my clients at, with Senior Care Consulting. Without the aid and attendance benefit, your money will last you about two years. With the VA aid and attendance benefit, your money will last you a little over four years years. So that just doubled the, basically it cut your burn rate in half. So it doubled uh, your ability to pay for your assisted living costs. So this is a really, really big deal. And Ron, you had mentioned, we were talking on the break, uh, you mentioned uh, something called claim sharks. Uh, What what is that? Uh, A claim shark is is, uh, these uh, attorney law firms that are, are charging veterans and absurdly amount of money to making promises about what they can do for their claims and, and, and not coming through and, and just basically taking money out of veterans' pockets where they can come to the VFW or any service organization and the same services that they provide, we're going to provide for those veterans absolutely free. I didn't think you were allowed to charge for charge to help someone apply for this benefit. Unfortunately, uh, that's not the case. Uh, there, okay. There's no law in place as we speak, but the VFW and, and several of the other service organizations are currently working on uh, – Working hard in Washington D.C. trying to get some legislation passed so we can cap these uh, these amounts as these these law firms are charging these veterans and, and basically stopping from stealing money from veterans. Yeah, you know what that reminds me of. Um, I'm assuming they probably want a percentage uh, once that claim is paid. Yes, they ha- they have this. They, they're they're forcing these guys to sign a contract. They're forcing them to give them their passwords to their VA logins, um, and it just I, there there's. There's a lot, of things, a lot of things going on that we don't approve of, and yeah. we're, we're trying to put a stop to it. Well, so this reminds me of uh, a, a, an attorney or a law firm that will help someone who's pretty desperate to try to qualify for disability uh, income. And, and let's say it's approved and they're back paid a year. That's a pretty big check. Yeah. Uh, and then they get a huge percentage of that. That sounds kind of similar to me. You say exactly that. Exactly that. They're charging up to 35 40% of that back pay. And some of them are having them sign lifelong contracts where they're giving, receiving a percentage of their disability every month, every month. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so, so, and, and they're not necessarily following these claims the correct way either. So you just be wary of the, the claim shark that's, that are out there. And again, the VFW is, is, is here on your side, free of charge. We're located in every state. 
we can definitely assist you with the benefit if you qualify for it. Mr. Ron Cherry with the National Headquarters of the VFW, 816-968-1153. And Ron, thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Steve. And anytime that, that we can come out and spread the word about the benefits that, that these veterans earn, it's our pleasure to get out here and do it. Absolutely. And I, I appreciate you making time to come in. Uh, and, uh, and, and thanks again. And thank you for your service on this Veterans Day. Appreciate you and thanks for your support. All right. We'll have more coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. Have a question? Visit SeniorCareLive.com. Stick around. We'll have more with Steve coming up next. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For podcasts of the program, go to SeniorCareLive.com or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so just want to say thanks again to my friend Ron Cherry with the national headquarters of the VFW. They just happen to be located uh, right downtown here in Kansas City, but the phone number that I gave you, you can call them anywhere in the country and they will help you. You do not have to be a member of the VFW to receive help from them uh, applying for the VA aid and attendance benefit or any other benefit that you may be entitled to. A great, great group right here at the national headquarters of VFW 816-968-1153. That's a direct number to schedule a meeting to discuss the aid and attendance benefit. 816-968-1153. If you would rather call their main phone number, that's 816-756-3392. Zero And back to that, that term, a claim shark. I'll tell you what, this, this entire world is full of people trying to, trying to get money out of your wallet <laughs> or trying, trying to get money out of your pocket or out, out of your purse. It is just stunning how many people have their hands out. And it's also stunning how many people look like they're here to help but they've got their hands out, and pretty soon their hand is in your wallet. It's in your pocket. It's in your purse. So if someone says, oh, hey, listen now, hey, we, we've got your back, right? We're going to help you apply for that VA aid and attendance benefit, and they want you to sign contracts and all kinds of stuff. You may be signing up to give away a huge percentage of that big lump sum that would come on your first check, because remember, Ron said it could take you know an average of six to nine months to process that claim and then get the payout going. So, say if it's nine months and it's two thousand dollars a month, that first check's for eighteen thousand dollars. That's a big check, and then after that is two thousand a month or whatever your number is. But guess who wants a big percentage of that eighteen thousand dollars? The claim sharks. And sometimes you may even be signing a contract to where they get a percentage of your monthly benefit for life. That should be illegal. I hope that all of these veteran service organizations, such as the VFW and many others, I hope they're successful in creating legislation that will either stop that or cap it. 
So I, I think it should be stopped altogether. Look, just you can avoid that altogether by calling the national headquarters of the VFW, 816-968-1153. They are free of charge. You don't have to be a member. That's where I send all of my clients, and that's where I would recommend that you contact as well, and they'll help you out, and it won't cost you a single penny. All right, so I'm going to shift gears here on this Veterans Day and I'm going to talk about something that I've just I've been hearing a lot about. I've been kind of shouting from the mountaintops and the rooftops and through the radio and every, <laughs> everywhere. Be proactive, be proactive, be proactive. If you think you may need to move to a senior care community, I would not wait to do your homework. I would get out, do your homework, make some choices, make some decisions, get your name on a waiting list because there's a seasonality I'll explain here in just a few minutes where we're getting ready to enter the peak demand of the entire year. So I'd rather have my name on a waiting list and be fifth on the waiting list than 20th on the waiting list. And if you put it off too long, that's exactly what's going to happen. So let's do a review of when to consider moving from your home to a senior care community. It is by far and away the most frequently asked questions I, I have ever been asked uh, clear back <laughs> to when I started senior care consulting in 2002. So, uh, although sometimes it's pretty obvious when you need to when you need to move, more often than not, it's not quite that obvious. It, it's it, it's a little gray. So, I like to say that the following things should trigger the conversation of considering moving from your home to a senior care community. Number one. If we have a safety issue involved, so when it's no longer safe to live at home, and a lot of these have to do with just just the inability to do things for yourself uh, or, or possibly related to some cognitive issues, some memory loss, some cognitive challenges. So leaving the stovetop burners on, this is just one of many common examples. That's probably the one of the most common things that I've heard leave the stovetop burner on. Obviously, it's a fire hazard, major safety issue. Uh, just turn the stove off. Turn off the electricity or, or stop the gas flow, and you can take care of that. But that, that's a that's a huge one. And, and a lot of people, oh, Steve, that that's not a problem. Until one day, it is a problem. So don't don't rule anything out and just just take your precautions, okay? Because we need to keep our seniors safe while they're in their home. Well, we always need to keep them safe, but that's what we're talking about here. Number number two, maybe wandering away and not able to find your way back home. That has to do with cognitive issues, and that would trigger uh, sometimes if they're gone for an extended period of time. That would trigger a silver alert. And that's when an elderly person is missing. Maybe they went out for a walk or a drive. That's one I hear probably more often than not. And they end up in the next state <laughs> or, or the, a few counties away and they're lost. They're not sure how to get home. Okay. Usually that ends uh, with a happy ending, but not always. So uh, just super, super important. Malnutrition and dehydration, that's just the lack of ability to keep up with that. Unsanitary living conditions due to neglect or just the inability to to keep up with the house cleaning and and just, just your living conditions. Uh, frequent injuries at home, frequent falls, frequent hospitalizations. Here's one that flies under the radar, and it shouldn't. 
medication management, not taking your medications properly, not taking them on time, maybe not taking them at all. And then another one that makes my blood boil, and uh, I'll probably do a whole show on this coming up pretty soon, but elder abuse, and particularly elder financial abuse. Okay, these are all safety concerns that should trigger the conversation of considering moving from your home to a senior care community. Number two, and this is a close number two, when the caregiver's health and well-being are in decline. It's your mental health, emotional health, spiritual health, and of course, your physical health. And what we do, we love this person so much, we place our own needs Second, we put them on the back burner. We skip doctor's appointments and dentist appointments, and we drop out of out of social events like the book club and uh, the guys with donuts. Uh, you know, every Friday morning, uh, donuts and coffee with uh, with the boys. Uh, going to church—that's not really a social event, but there is a social component to that. So. So, look, stress is just a really, really powerful force. And, in fact, I just visited earlier this week with the Senior Care Live listener, and his his sister, is she's, she's cared for her mother for so many years, and, and she's kind of at the end of her rope. And, and I would say uh, that, you know, she has, you know, all, uh, all of these, all of the above are in decline. And so they're, they're reaching out for help uh, to find a, a senior care community because uh, she's just out over her skis and, frankly, probably waited uh, too long. So, so just be real careful with that. If you see a loved one who is r- literally just failing, being crushed by the stress of being a caregiver, you've got to step in. You've got to do something about that. All right, number three, when the cost of in-home care becomes too expensive. Now, if you've listened to the program for any length of time at all, you know that I am a huge, huge, huge fan of home care services, hourly home care uh, services. And, uh, and there, it's just one of the best ways to remain independent at home. And we talk about it all the time. However, if your need escalates to that 24 hours a day, look, home care used to be expensive enough, about fifteen dollars to $20,000 a month. However, as I've mentioned on the program before, home care costs have skyrocketed like everything else. Now it's going to cost about twenty-five dollars to $30,000 a month. And at that point, you might say, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, you know, that is too expensive. We can move to assisted living for $8,000 a month, uh, more, you know, more affordably, with better stewards of the money, et cetera, et cetera. So at some point, uh, just it may be a financially driven decision. And then last but not least, if the care that you provide is just not enough, why not consider changing your role from the caregiver to the care manager? Meaning, let's get out, let's find a great place, let them provide the care, and then you can speak for them. You can manage the care and make sure that they're receiving everything that they need to receive. If this is resonating with you, if you need help finding the right senior care community, I would invite you to ask for a free consultation with my firm, Senior Care Consulting, at 913-945-2800 or online at SeniorCareConsulting.com. Don't go away. I'm going to have some really good stuff coming right up. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. To contact Steve or a guest on his show, visit SeniorCareLive.com. We'll have more coming up.
Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. Have questions? Visit SeniorCareLive.com. All right, so I mentioned this, or I referred to this briefly earlier. There is a seasonal demand for all senior care, period. And a lot of people are really surprised to hear that or learn about that. Like, really? I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I never thought about it. And, and, and why would you? <laughs> right? So, but I, I'm just letting you know, because every time I preach proactive, 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 Sometimes people probably think I overdo that, but it's just because of what I know that I, I'm preaching that, try, trying, to, trying to help you. So if you, it, it's, it's on my website under one of the blogs. There's a drawing of kind of a crooked, shallow cereal bowl, if you will, with the left side being a little higher than the right side and just kind of a shallow trough. So this isn't your normal bell curve where it'll be going along a little ways and then it drops way down and then it comes way back up and then ends at about the same, the same place. That's more of a traditional or a standardized bell curve. This one is a shallow bell curve with the left side a little higher than the right side. So here's what I mean by that. The, there is always a demand for senior care, always and forever, always will be, always, every day. But the demand is the lowest in the summer months, June, July, and August. And then what happens is you know, we've got September, October, now we're into November. So as we start to move toward the end of the year, it starts getting colder, uh, the daylight savings time went away, uh, yuck, and now it's dark at 530, which really stinks, by the way. <laughs> when are we going to fix that? We need some legislation on that one. Somebody needs to stand up and say daylight savings when we spring forth and we have you know daylight until 930 in the summer for the farmers. And that perfectly understand. And then leave it. Don't fall back. Just leave it alone. Anyway. All right. I, I'm way off my topic here. <laughs> but so so as all these things happen and it gets dark at 530 and I'm, I'm, not, I'm done complaining about that. The demand starts to increase as we head toward the end of the year. And then January and February, boom, it jumps up. We start that bell curve over, right? That's the higher part of the cereal bowl. It jumps up. The highest demand is in January and February and about halfway into March. And then as we move toward the summer, we get our light back because of another clock adjustment and we should just leave it there, it, it starts to trail off, okay? Not too far, though. Shallow cereal bowl. And it's the lowest in the summer, and then it creeps up, and then it, boom, it spikes up. It does this every single year. Well, Steve, what's going on with that? That doesn't make any sense to me. What, ha what happens? So th this will make perfect sense. So during the holidays... You know, November and December, there are tons of holidays, families gather, and we're so spread out these days, a lot of times you may live you know, halfway across the country, and you've just talked to your parents, or maybe FaceTimed, or, or had Zoom, or whatever. And so families gather during the holidays, and then they have these realizations, they're like, oh, oh boy, I had no idea that mom was 
forgetting all these things. She's really showing signs, clear signs of dementia that's hidden pretty well over the phone or on on FaceTime or Zoom or whatever. I don't know how safe it is for her to be living here. We probably ought to talk about uh, you know, some some senior living options, but let's just get through the holidays and we'll talk and we'll just we'll go look at places after the first of the year. Or, oh, whoa, we, we thought dad was doing better than he was. We didn't think he was doing real well, but we, we thought he's doing better than he was. He's got bruises all over. His house is not picked up. I don't know if he's eaten a good meal and and I don't know how many months. This is not a good situation. So you have these realizations. And then everyone and, and then the, the weather gets colder and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, everyone's out looking for a place at once. And so that's why that's in the, in the with the cold weather, you have flu and pneumonia. COVID's never going away. You have a natural increase in demand along with that pent up, newly realized delayed demand. And boom, there there's your spike. So get out, get your name on a wait list. You will thank me later. All right. And then to wrap up the program today, I just wanted to say that on this Veterans Day, I want to thank you so much for your service. It doesn't seem like enough, frankly, but it's the one thing that I can do. And and I say it consistently. And when you're out and about and you see a man or a woman in uniform, just go up to them, look them square in the eyes, give them a firm handshake and say, thank you. Thank you for your service. Because it's because of them that you have the freedom and we all have the freedom to do anything we want to do. It's totally because of them. And I'd like to personally thank my father-in-law, Ken Akins, for his service in the Air Force. Uh, he served active duty almost his entire career and served in many different places, including England and Alaska. And he said that in Alaska, it was so cold. <laughs> he, he said he walked out of the barracks with a hot cup of coffee and a styrofoam cup. He walked across a small parking lot into another barracks, and he went to take a sip of his coffee only to discover it had transformed into a nice cup of Not hot coffee, but into a frozen block of ice. (laughs) It was that cold up there. And when they were in England, my mother-in-law had to handle the three kids all by herself. Let me say this. She went through some major stuff all by herself. You talk about someone who's strong and had to overcome so many things, and she made it through all of that. So we also need to recognize that the entire family serves as well as the veterans. So thank you, families. And then my grandpa, Demetrio Cuevas, he served in the Army in World War II. Uh, he got shot in the knee. I can't imagine how painful that would be. I mean, have you ever hit your knee on something and it just took your breath away? I, I can't imagine being shot in my knee. But even though he was wounded, he managed to pick up and carry another wounded soldier off the battlefield and, and to safety. And because of his bravery and his courageous act, he was awarded the Purple Heart. And so, uh, uh, you know, they say the greatest generation. I, I don't think they make them like that anymore. And I, I, I you, yeah, I, I, <laughs> just, just incredible. I could go on and on, but let me just say that my family and I, we pray for you, our veterans, and we thank you. 
And and if you're active duty, we pray for your safe return. We pray for you. And we truly appreciate all that the veterans have done for us and for our active duty, continuing to do everything that they do for us and, frankly, for our entire country. And on this Veterans Day, we say thank you. Thank you so very much for your service, for your bravery, for your courage, and for keeping us free. I'm Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. Join me next week right here on Senior Care Live. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.